Super Fun Time Trivia is recorded in front of a live audience. Alrighty, welcome everybody to Super Fun Time Trivia Friday at the Moose. Wow. Sponsored by the fine, fine folks at Gateway City Brewing. We got the $6 pints of Gateway all evening long. <laughs> if this is your first time doing trivia with us, the way that it works is pretty simple. There are four rounds of trivia. There are three general knowledge rounds and one music round. For the next five weeks, the theme is going to be five senses. So this week's is smells like teen spirit. Okay. Then one of them is going to be, have you ever seen the rain? Another one is going to be, every time we touch, the sound of silence and the taste of ink. Locked in until summer. Did I sell it? I I think so, yeah. Uh, if this is your first time doing trivia with us, I ask a question. you got about 30 seconds to answer that question. At the end of those 30 seconds, I say boards up, and you hold the board up. I say the correct answer. If you have the correct answer, you leave your board up. If you have the incorrect answer, you put your board down. Kevin will go around, and he will say your team number. When you said your team number, it means it's safe to put your board down because your points have been marked on the board. Whoever gets the most points at the end of each round is going home with a couple prizes from the fine folks at Gateway City. And the moose. Uh, yeah, the only rule of trivia is that there's no cell phones allowed at your table during the trivia rounds. If you take your cell phone out, we're just going to put it in that big stack of dirty dishes over there, and they're going to bring it to the back and probably throw it in the garbage and eat it at the same time. Yep. When I used to work in a kitchen, I ate a lot of leftover food. You ate a lot of what people would usually throw in the garbage, and I found it absolutely revolting when you would do that. You called me the vulture, and I thought you meant the Batman villain. <laughs> That's Spider-Man, but... Moving on. Ah, he probably fought Batman, too. Round one, question Holy one. shit. Speaking of DC Comics, like where the Vulture is from, the second version of what DC Comics character is named Arthur Curry? The second version of what DC Comics character is named Arthur Curry? So uh, this is one of those things where when the main one dies, like they, they make a new one. Sort of like with Robin, there's been like four or five Robins. Yeah, they keep dying. Who would have thought? All that, all that fighting criminals. Yeah, well, they're children, Bruce. I've trained students that I teach to fight criminals. They don't normally last past the first, you know, no, they're en- often, engagement. They're often murdered quite quickly. <laughs> fight that pit bull in hand-to-hand combat. Boards up. We're looking for Aquaman. We're looking for Aquaman. Aquaman. Let's work on writing a bit better. That looks like if he was a pharmacist, that would that be his... looks like you're, you're pretending to be Aquaman and you're signing an autograph. Marvel's version of Aquaman is Namor the Submariner, and he can punch the Hulk into the sun. I just thought that he was Italian. Submarinera. Right. Yeah. Question two. Oh, good thing, good thing Cody's up front for you tonight, eh, bud? We got an easy lowball question for you. With regards to mathematics, what type of angle measures more than 180 degrees but less than 360 degrees? With regards to mathematics, what type of angle measures more than 180 degrees but less than 360 degrees? Not to be confused with what type of angel. The answer would be Chris. Chris Angel? Because he doesn't fit into your box, man. What about Michael, John Travolta's fat, ugly angel? Okay. Michael the angel. What's that one from? It's the movie, Michael, starring John Travolta as a fat angel. you is, never seen it? Is this a real movie? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm so happy for you right now that you get to look this up and see a picture. <laughs> yeah. 
He's wearing like overalls and no shirt all the time. That's really exactly hilarious. how angels dress in my mind. Dude, it's really funny. Yeah. Boards up. We're looking for a reflex angle. A reflex angle. I'm not here to argue mathematics because I don't fucking know them. Pretty sure that one's from grade four or five. Uh, curriculum, so... Uh, Does anybody in here look like they were fucking remember grade four or five? A lot of them don't look like they even passed it, to be totally honest. I didn't. I didn't. Look at, look at me now. Look at me now. <laughs> Doing great. <laughs> Question <laughs> number three. What six-letter T word means absent without permission or someone who shirks their duty? What six-letter T word means absent without permission, or someone who shirks their duty. Just call it poop. Excuse me? Just call it poop. Duty. Oh. It's a child's word. <laughs> they shirk their poop. Shirk poop. Also, not to be confused with someone who shreks their duty. Which is when you take a poo out of the toilet and paint it green. And you play it old Eddie Murphy stand-up DVDs. Yeah. Boards up. We're looking for truant. We're looking for Truant. Truant. Couple of people writing it like Trient from Lord of the Rings, even. Sure. So many different spellings there. Yeah. Truent. Truant. <laughs> Truint. Reflex. Question reflex. number four. In the 1998 film Godzilla, Godzilla moves to New York City. Where does she lay? <laughs> what do you mean, moves? She moves physically. She decides that that's where she well, lives. Well, I'm now. done with this place. I got a good opportunity over in uh, New York, over on the East Coast. There's so. no land in Tokyo. I'm moving. I'm moving, moving to the new out. world. I'm moving. The 1998 Godzilla Suitcase. film, Godzilla moves to New York. Where does she lay her eggs? In the 1998 Godzilla film, Godzilla moves to New York. Where does she lay her eggs? She's just tired. She's tired of Japan. She's over it. I get it. I just can't picture Godzilla like packing her things. You know what I mean? Well, I'm out of here. I've packed my bags. I'm ready. To <laughs> that was the, the song at the opening movie. Boards up. We're looking for Madison Square Gardens. We're looking for Madison Square Gardens. I would have guessed the Hudson myself, but. Question five. What is the official currency of India? What is the official currency of India? I believe that they might, uh, other countries might have the same name for currency, such as we have the dollar and the United States have the dollar, but they're different currencies. Legend of Zelda might have this. It's a slightly different currency. You're such an idiot. You just gave it away. Boards up. We're looking for rupees. We're looking for rupees. You wrote Rupa, which sounds like a Roomba and a fucking Zumba class mixed together. Wow. Are you trying to write RuPaul? <laughs> 15. I'm giving it to you. They wrote R-U-P-E-S. Roops. 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 <laughs> You got a couple of roops for me, bro? Yeah, but I borrow a couple of roops. I got to buy a new phone. It's 70 million roops. Question. I never understood that. The I number. Know. You know? know? How much is a loaf of bread? 8 billion yen. It's, why? We're, just, we're lucky. That's why. <laughs> we're lucky. Question number six. We got a sports question. Sports. Sports. Multiple choice. Though they are only 6% more accurate than human referees, many soccer fans say that video assistant referees have a negative impact on the game. How many feel this way? Is it A, 52% of fans, B, 72% of fans, or C, 94% of fans? Though only 6% more accurate than human referees, many soccer fans say that video assistant referees have a negative impact on the sport. 
approximately how many fans feel this way? Is it A, 52%, B, 72%, or C, 94%? Do soccer fans look like the kind of people that are into technology? No. No, they're not. They look like they want to carry a big club and knock a lady over it to drag them home. That's all they want to do. Why am I wearing clothes when I could just be wearing an animal pelt and no pants? Why wear clothes when I could just paint my chest? <laughs> I might as well do that. I'm going to be fucking drunk anyway. Boards up. We're looking for C, 94% of fans. <laughs> no shock at all there. I, th- I think the reason why they don't like them is because they're, they're not allowed to like argue over a call and kill each other well, and you riot can't, about you it. Can't, you can't chase a computer out into the parking lot and kill it exactly. after the game. It's, yeah. not, it's not quite as entertaining. That's right. Question number seven. What was the name of the queen's first corgi from which all of her other corgis were descended? It's a regular lady's name. What was the name of the queen's first corgi from which all other of her corgis were direct descendants of? Regular lady name. They were like, hey, I've had you for 13 years, but I think it's time for you to have sex with your brothers now. Yeah, yeah. We did it. We did it, and we're humans, so it should be easy for you. You're a royal now, so I'm sorry. You're a royal now. You have to F the family. Boards up. Its name was Susan. Susan the Corgi Prince. Susan. It's a regular lady. could have been a Corgi for the queen. (laughs) That's it. That's it. Nobody got it? Nobody getting Susan? Damn. Y'all don't know? Suze. Enough about Suze, baby. Woo. Sue's Clues. It was Sassy the Brit- Sue's. The British spinoff. It's, yeah. Reminder, we have got a podcast, Super Fun on Trivia. You can check it out on Spotify, iTunes, anywhere else. We record these without your consent and put them up on the internet. You can also send your own trivia questions to superfunontrivia at gmail.com. A couple weeks ago, I asked a question about acids, and this dude named Landon Kenny and me talked about, like, not drug acid. like like, like alien. Like butts? A- no, no, no. Ass acid. Oh. Acid. Sorry? And we talked for a bunch, and then he gave me a bunch of trivia questions. So here we go. What is the name of the scale used to measure acids that are too strong to be recorded using a pH scale? Is it A, the Antonov acidic scale, B, the acidic interval measure, or C, the Hammett acidity function? What is the name of the scale used to measure acids which are too strong to be recorded on the pH scale? Is it A, the Antonov acidic scale, B, the acidic interval measure, or C, the Hammett acidity function? If you were here like two or three weeks ago, I asked a question about uh, what the strongest acid was called. Right. And how high it is on this scale. It was uh, alien blood was the correct answer. Alien blood. Yeah, you're right. Aliens. Yes. Or monster blood from R.L. Stein. Is it also acid? Slightly like- less. The kids get burned in those oh, books? Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah, badly. Like, horrifically. Permanently. Like, yeah. permanently disfigured. Huh. I didn't realize that. Yeah, there's a whole chapter on skin grafts. Boards <laughs> up. Boards up. We're looking for C, the Hammett acidity function. C, the oh Hammett acidity function. Oh, my God. The amount, of, the amount of size in this place. Like, you guys had any fucking idea what he's talking about? What European country had an Italian king named Amadeus that ruled from 1870 to 1873? What European country had an Italian king? Going to give you a hint. Not Italy. Not Italy. Named Amadeus that ruled from 1870 to 1873. To 
73. Basically, he became the king. They were like, yo, we're going to fucking kill you if you stay here. And he was like, I guess I'll vacation back at home. See you later. Yep. Okay, then. I guess, I guess you guys don't want to hear my ideas. So I'll take off. Somebody's like, maybe we'll just let him talk to us about the submarine sandwich for a little bit before we get rid of him. Like, wait, this guy's got some cool ideas. I mean, our past is shit. Well, let me get some rigatoni up in this bitch. Boards up. When in doubt, guess Spain. Spain. Uh, five, eight, 12, 9, 11. 9-11. Don't laugh. That's not funny. <laughs> Don't laugh at her, them laughing. Laugh that's not at funny. It now. No we? one laugh. If you laugh, you're bad. You're smiling. You're bad. Don't what? smile. Whatever. No it joy. didn't even really happen, probably. <laughs> oh, God. It didn't even really happen. <laughs> I mean, what is truth, really? Yeah, man. <laughs> that's just a way of them getting to vaccine you. Looking at the board right now... Uh, I'm not going to lie. The first half of this round, I was like, man, people are doing really fucking well. And then everyone hit a brick wall simultaneously. That's because you were asking fucking donkey shit questions. I don't know. I thought people were smart. Looking at the board right now, team 4, 5, 11, and 12 are tied with five points apiece. Bunch of people able to tie it up. Bunch of people shitting in beds. What a weird... Look at... It's always like... Look at it. Small, big, small, big. Isn't... Don't, there's something there. There's something there. There's something there. Something Mathematically, there. there's something going on. Here we go. What television show aired on the Disney Channel from 1990 to 1991 that focused on characters adapted from Disney's 1967 animated film, The Jungle Book, with some of the film's animals given a more human makeover? What show aired on the Disney Channel from 1990 to 1991 that focused on characters adapted from Disney's 1967 animated film, The Jungle Book, with some of the film's animals give, being given a more anthropomorphological adaption? What? So basically, uh, for in the jungle, I didn't know I didn't know this show, but I didn't know that at all. I thought it was a spinoff of something else. Of what? DuckTales. Ooh. Well, they're linked. Boards up. We're looking for Tailspin. We're looking for Tailspin. What? People knew this? I, my mind's blowing right now. You're going to talk to me about, uh, about how you have to pee? You're not allowed to talk to Kevin during trivia. It's yeah, against the rules. Don't, Don't even off. look at him. No, you can. Don't you make can eye contact. It's dangerous. To. I am dangerous. <laughs> but for different reasons. Yeah. This is riddled with five different types of hepatitis. I have dangerous mind. Round two, question one. You got a 50-50 chance of getting this one right. Is a boondoggle a positive or negative thing to be attributed to an event or activity? Is a boondoggle a positive or is it a negative attribute, uh, thing to be attributed to an event or activity? If you, if you said, this party's a real boondoggle. Party's been a real boondoggle. I, he took his pants off. It was a real boondoggle. He put his dick in the mashed potatoes. <laughs> could be both positive and negative. Could be that was hilarious. He touched a uh, nine volt battery to his testicles. That's literally positive and negative. You're right. Boards up. A boondoggle is a wasteful or, or impractical project or activity that usually involves public money or labor. So negative, negative. Negative. Question number two. Second question about this person in two weeks or in one week. She's on my mind. Kevin hates her. What actress was catapulted into stardom after starring as Sydney Bristow in the 2001 series Alias? What actress was catapulted into stardom after starring as Sydney Bristow 
In the 2001 series, Alias. She's a total bitch. In real life? Seems like it. Did you meet her? No, I just really don't like her face or her voice. I mean, that's how I feel about you. Yeah, I know. And you are a real bitch, so. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So I'm you're a, probably right. I'm a real one of these people. Boards up. We're looking for Jennifer Garner. We're looking for Jennifer Garner. Question three. We got a sports question. Sports. Sports. Who won Super Bowl XXXIX? Played on February 6th, 2005. Who won Super Bowl XXXIX? Played on February 6th, 2005. Huh. Do you think the Triple X one was the most popular one? Because it had Vin Diesel in it? I don't think that it did. I don't think Vin Diesel was alive. He was on the trophy that year. What's the one they're doing now? 10, I think? Fast X. Facts. <laughs> He's at an office job. Yeah. Now he drives fax machines. Boards up. We're looking for the New England Patriots. We're looking for the New England Patriots. I mean, probably around that time. I'll only give you the point if that's the guy that got the sports question. Did you get the sports question? No, it's the, it's the guy in the sports toque eating the wings. <laughs> I mean, if we would have just looked at the table for a couple seconds, we would have figured that out. He's not even chewing them. He's just swallowing them bones whole. We gave you the point. We gave you the point. Just because the cutest man I've ever seen came up. Just so, please, sir. I'd like to chase me down. Yeah, I know. I feel him breathing on the back of my neck. (laughs) Breath smells like ranch dressing. (laughs) Multiple choice question. (laughs) Is that good or bad? Is it a boondoggle or not? It's a bit of a boon dog <laughs> in my world, but maybe not to everybody. Yeah. Question four. How many tons of pressure do the strings of a grand piano have? Is it A, 3, B, 30, or C, 300? How many tons of pressure do the combined strings of a grand piano have? Is it A, 3, B, 30, or C, 300? So, you know... So you know. So you know. Think about it. <laughs> that's a lot. Next time you're pound. Next time you see a kid pounding away at a grand piano, just think that that thing could snap and rend thing, him. Yeah. In half. Uh, yeah. Beautiful moment. It'd be ghost ship. The just, first. I love it. That's exactly what I was thinking about. First five minutes of ghost ship <laughs> in a second. Yeah. What a great scene. Boards up. We're looking for. Each string has a tension between 160 and 200 pounds. So. Th- B, 30 tons. B, 30 tons. Question number five, multiple choice question. Which of the following is the name of a main character in the 1985 novel or television show, The Handmaid's Tale? I promise this is my last Handmaid's Tale question Fucking ever. Fucking put it away. I just keep, I just get like 100 from one subject and scrape it clean. Question A, or sorry, is it A, Rolgi, B, Offglen, or C, Shoops. Which of the following is the name of a main character in the 1985 novel or television show, The Handmaid's Tale? Is it A, Rolgi, R-O-L-G-I-E, B, Ofglen, O-F-G-L-E-N, or C, Shoops? All three of those? Uh, sorry, two of those three, I just wrapped my knuckles on the keyboard, and one of them I got the cat to spell with his little paws. He writes a book, but it's mostly just one letter. Yeah, it's pretty funny, though. 10,000 times over. Yeah, it's pretty funny. Just says F-U. <laughs> Over and over. Foo. <laughs> Boards up. <laughs> Boards up. We're looking for B. Offglen. B. Offglen. 
What a stupid fucking name. If Kevin had a time machine, he'd go back to 1985, right before Margaret Atwood is about to publish that, and be like, I, I don't think that you should name that character off Glenn. And she'll be like, how did you know? This book hasn't even come out yet. I'm from the future, and let me just tell you, it doesn't track. <laughs> it's not going to work. The book is not going to be popular, just so you know, Margaret. Yeah. you got to change this character name. Change it to Susan the Corgi. Yeah, it's a way better name. Susie. Question number six. In 2007, what country demonstrated an anti-satellite missile generating space debris and an international outcry? In 2007, what country demonstrated an anti-satellite missile, and by demonstrated, I mean used it for real, <laughs> generating space debris and an international outcry? So important note, uh, U.S. and Russia have been making anti-satellite devices since, I believe, roughly the 60s. Of course. Um, since Sputnik. They did have some successful tests where they blew some shit up, but then they realized that they were making a bit of an issue as spaceflight became more and more popular. And now there's like a fucking bajillion satellites up there and China's oh, just like... And a Tesla. A fucking Musk fired a car. We've got to tighten these fucking rules up a bit. Boards up. We're looking for China. We're looking for China. Fucking China. No. Russia, now China's the new Russia, guys. China's just like, and if we were going to send it, it would look a lot like this. Oops. <laughs> Check that out. <laughs> <laughs> so what? Well, now you can't log on to Pornhub for a week and a half. <laughs> that wasn't out yet. Question number seven. Though championships date back to 1588, what decade was the first ever modern world marble championship held? Though championships date back to 1588, in what decade, in the last hundred or so years, was the first ever modern world marble championships held? Important note about this. Uh, they, they measure who the winner is, what the score was, but they also measure what the weather was like. Why not? <laughs> Like, literally, it's like, pleasant, very sunny, lots of rain, good spirits. Spirits were high. Jeff won with a wicked buckshot, using a gassy. Yeah, Kyle, who uh, refused to play anything other than ords. <laughs> what are ords? Ordinary oh. shit marbles. Boards up. First modern marble, champ marble championship was held in 1932. 1932. Some say that's when Hitler... Jesus, yeah. The things that would come later, you know? They probably held that and were like, literally nothing bad can ever happen from this point onwards. This Look at us, guys. We're having a professional marble tournament. Shooting at each other for fun. You know? World War I, the Great War is over. Somebody invented the Charleston. It's a ridiculous dance, but look at us go. There's all these delicious paint chips that we can eat on our own homes. Totally. We just paint our house with lead and then wonder why we feel dizzy. <laughs> Love it. Question number eight. In Avengers Endgame, when Scott, a.k.a. Ant-Man, shows up to the Avengers compound, how much time has passed since the snap in years? In Avengers Endgame, when Scott, a.k.a. Ant-Man, shows up at the Avengers compound, how much time in years has passed since the snap? So you're going to write one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. He's in the quantum universe when it happens, yeah. And that's why they know the rat has to get him out. Well, that, yeah, it was a total accident. The rat is the real hero of the entire, the entire movie. Series. You think that was Splinter? I mean, it could have been. The guy who wrote um, Ninja Turtles wrote 
Daredevil. Boards up. We're looking for five years. We're looking for five years. I would love to see the, the version where it's 50 years. Like, he shows yeah, yeah. up to hey, Avengers hello. Compound. He's, he's ringing the doorbell, Black Widow. Like, hello, who are you? <laughs> Lifts a tit off Get the floor. Get off of my lawn. We're not interested. Question number nine. Multiple choice question. Which of the following is the artist Pink's real name? Is it A, Stacey Milton, B, Alicia Moore, or C, Jessica Aberdeen? Which of the following is the artist Pink's real name? Is it A, Stacey Milton, B, Alicia Moore, or C, Jessica Aberdeen? We always like to say that if you are ever arrested oh, yeah. by a police officer, use any of our names as, as fake names. Mm-hmm. I once got kicked out of a McDonald's and I uh, used a fake name. Was it because you were pooping on the floor? No, it's because uh, I stole some ketchup. <laughs> How did you steal ketchup? A bladder. Oh. <laughs> Wait, yeah. of, ke- of ketchup or a human's bladder? Both. Okay. Boards one, up. One of ketchup. One of... Boards up. We're looking for B, Alicia Moore. B, Alicia Moore. Question number 10. Looking at the board right now. Team number five and team number seven are tied first place with eight points apiece. Team number 10 and 15. Um, did someone, like, did you guys go outside to smoke cigarettes and someone cut all your hands off? Because there's no other explanation for how poorly you're doing. Question number 10. What James Bond film's opening takes place during a Day of the Dead parade? What James Bond film's opening takes place during a Day of the Dead Parade, Day of the Dead Parade. They have like the skeleton uh, and the sugar skulls and things. Ghosts. There's another word that you could call them too. Uh, <laughs> boards up, boards up. We're looking for Spectre. We're looking for Spectre. Artie, we are back for the third round of trivia, the music round. If this is your first time doing trivia with us, the way that it works is a little bit different than the other rounds because for each question, there's a possibility of two points per question. One point for the correct song title, one point for the correct band name. With regards to that, you do have to be 100% accurate on those. If you write The Police and there's a song by Sting, you are incorrect. If you write Sting and a song by The Police, you're incorrect. Same thing with the song title. If you add a word, if you miss a word, you are wrong. I've been fucking, I've probably said that line over 1,200 times. We've done at least 1,000 shows, so... I'm yeah. over it. Yeah, yeah. We're past a 1,000 shows. The theme of tonight's music round is smells like teen spirit. So all of these song titles will all have the word smell or scent or something to do with whiff? scent. Maybe there's a whiff. Whiff it. Here we go. I like that they said there's too much coke, and then they're like, do you smell that smell? It's like, no, I've done too much. You've just described that I've done too much coke. That's my favorite thing about cocaine. Like, I hate cocaine. I just love the way it smells. Boards up. We're looking for That Smell by Leonard Skinnerd. That Smell by Leonard Skinnerd. Dave Wilcox. Not even David. Guys, fuck off. Dave, like you fucking know him. You don't even know who it is? David Wilcox? 
He sings Bearcat. He's essentially using up oxygen that people could fucking really use. <laughs> Question number two. Here's, uh, here's one of my favorite songs of all time ever in the history of time. Fucking foolproof plan to, to catch a cheater. Are you kidding me? I mean, Can you imagine being in a relationship where you have to smell the dude's dick? I don't trust you. Let me smell your dick. <laughs> this isn't a good relationship. <laughs> Just move on. You know what? I did cheat. She never asked me to smell my dick one time. Jesus Christ. Boards up. Smell your feet. Boards up. We're looking for pleasant. Smell Yo Dick by Risque. Smell Yo Dick by Risque. Sorry, I was at work late. Let me smell your dick. What? <laughs> I mean, Just dump me at this point. <laughs> Regardless. Sounds like something a cheater would say, Kevin. <laughs> God. What are you hoping to smell? <laughs> you know what I mean? It's going to be unpleasant both ways. It's going to be gross, and you find out that somebody broke your heart. Yeah. What? Either it smells like a sweaty dick, or it smells like somebody else's crotch. Oh, my God. Both of which not great to have oh, near your nose. Oh, well, yeah, work late. Let me eat your farts, and then I'm going <laughs> to dump you. What's going on here? Question number three. Time to move on. <laughs> you love her, but she loves him. She's gonna smell his dick. Hey! He loves somebody else. You might wanna smell his <laughs> dick when he gets home. <laughs> Boards up. Hickory. Boards. <laughs> Hickory dickory cock. We're looking for <laughs> Love Stinks by the J. Giles Band. Love Stinks by the J. Giles or J. Giles Band. Who the fuck knows? <laughs> oh my god. Question four. Never getting over the dick smell. <laughs> Ever. I'm never going to get over that. For the rest of your life? It just seems really extreme. Question five, four. Here we go. You in the nose. Smell your way through the day. I love the smell of toast. Toast. Donald the jam. Smell the eggs and ham. I love the smell of pancakes and omelets cooked in a pan. People with kids are like scrambling over the table like, I'm useful, I'm useful, I have knowledge. Boards up, we're looking for Smell Your Way Through the Day by the Wiggles. Smell Your Way Through the Day by the Wiggles. <sighs> Smell your dad's dick, find out if he was cheating by the Wiggles. <laughs> Question number five. Dad's dick smells like ham, he <laughs> fucked breakfast. <laughs> Divorce. Best rock drummer, I think, now that Neil Peart's dead. And he got like a little envelope in the mail that said like, it's you now. Yeah, yeah. It it's was you, from buddy. the Queen. 
And it's like, you're the best drummer. I'm dead. Susan likes your band. Susan loves your band. Love, Bo- love the queen. <laughs> Boards that we're looking for Stink Fist by Tool. Stink Fist by Tool. Yes. Under all funk, like he headlock in a skunk. Reeking like disease, athletes speak. The stench didn't come till after this beat. Smelling like draws, no reason, no cause. Put your hands up on the speaker, get smelly as cause. You know we was I heard him say smelling like balls. I think that he might have had a relationship with that risk A chick. Boards up. We're looking for Smells Like Funk by the Black Eyed Peas. Smells like funk by the Black Eyed Peas. Boards up. We're looking for Geek Stink Breath by Green Day. Geek Stink Breath by Green Day. Question number eight. saw a video of this guy on a talk show and he's got perfect pitch so right. they literally were like close the door and they're like what note is that he's like oh it's like an F sharp with like a fifth diminished and he plays the noise that like a door makes and anyways they just made all these weird like what's the sound of a sneaker on like a floor he's like oh uh, right. that's a C fourth even if he hates music it's kind of, of, of what a is the trick. sound of my fist punching your nose that's a B flat I think because my nose B flat boards <laughs> up Did you like it, Kim? It was all right. We're looking for Smells Like Me by Charlie Puth. Smells Like Me by Charlie Puth. Smells Like Me by Charlie Poop. Smell my nuts. (laughs) I've been cheating. If you want to know I'm not cheating, you got Well, now that I've smelled your penis (laughs) and I know that you haven't cheated, (laughs) it's time to reconcile the relationship. (laughs) Fucking dumb. (laughs) <laughs> that's the evidence you need Like it's gotta be a better way <laughs> Nope, nope, I think that's it Maybe smell his underwear after I don't fucking know <laughs> Question uh, number nine Fucking nuts It is, literally Boards up. We're looking for I Think I Smell a Rat by the White Stripes. I Think I Smell a Rat by the White Stripes. Question number 10. Looking at the board right now, team number 15 has a very slight lead with 14 points. Team number 8, the only team able to tie it up. There are some teams who, uh, well... You either are very bad at music or you just hate my incredible choice of music. And you've never heard Risqué before. Right. And now you know. Question 10. I know what they're smelling. <laughs> they're going to be smelling this. The Rock says. The Rock. The Rock. Some intro music. You got to give me the name of the person who is the, the intro for. Boards up. We're looking for Do You Smell by The Rock. Do You Smell by The Rock. 
Do you smell what The Rock is cooking by Dwayne Johnson? Everybody knows that's who it is. You don't have to be like, well, that's Did you who know? he is. Did you know that's his real Did name? Did you guys know that his real name's Dwayne? <laughs> One point no. for five. One point for five. And with that, team number 15 was able to maintain the lead with a whopping perfect 15 points, getting the same amount as your team. No, no. 20 oh, would perfect. be perfect. 20 is per perfect. I meant perfectly matching their team number. Perfectly matching the team number. Uh, yeah. You're going to be getting a bonus point for the overall, but you also have the choice to spin the wheel of misfortune, which has the possibility of landing on death, and you lose all your points for the round. Come on up if you want to spin the wheel. We'll be back in a minute with the third, fourth and final round of trivia. Thanks for sticking around. <laughs> Looking at the board right now, we've got a heck of a shit-eating game right now. Team number five with 19 points in first place. Couple of people sitting close behind with 17. Question number one. In the 1900s model of the atom, it was described as plum pudding with electrons distributed like what specific thing? In the 1900s model of the atom, it was described as a plum pudding with electrons distributed like what specific thing? So they were like, Oi, you like science? You like science? You also like plum pudding. We do love plum pudding. We all have English accents, even though we live in America. We don't like being beaten relentlessly. <laughs> And working in the chimney, and then they turn the fire on, and me little buttons get burned right off. <laughs> That's what English children say, I think. I've never, I've never met one before. I have no never. idea. Harry Potter is the closest I've ever got. Hope not to be, yeah. Boards up. It was the plum pudding with the electrons distributed like raisins. Raisins. Imagine getting something gross like plum pudding, and then somebody's like, hey, how about some raisins? <laughs> I just like to imagine, like, the scientist that's, like, trying to explain the fucking first atom to somebody to get, like, five bucks so he can continue his studies. He's like, uh, I don't know, you fucking dumb. I don't know, you dumb. It's like plum pudding with the fucking raisins in it. <laughs> oh, okay, I understand that. Here's a hundred quid. Yeah. Question number two. Are atoms disgusting? They will be. Team number nine. We can't read. We need markers. What do you, what'd you well, fucking what'd write you that fucking with? What'd you fucking write that with? Oh, God. Question two, what six-letter C word means to persuade someone to do something by making promises either false or true or saying nice things? What six-letter C word means to persuade someone to do something by making promises either false or true or by saying nice things? I'm going to just give you a hint. It is not coerce. That is, to, that is to tell someone something by force. It is not coerce. It's not it's coerce. coerce. Yes. So that's incorrect. Boards up. We're looking for cajole. We're looking for cajole. Is that how you pronounce that? Seven. Getting the cajole. The cajolioli. Round of applause, is team number seven. Only one's able to get Cajol? that one. I'll just clap by myself. That's okay. Coerce is to persuade someone to do something by using force or threats. That's something right. different. That is very different. How do you say that word? Cajole. If you are Spanish. Cajole. Cajole. <laughs> Question number three. Sounds delicious. I'll have two. 
What cast member of The Matrix and The Lord of the Rings voices Megatron in the 2007 film Transformers? What cast member of The Matrix and Lord of the Rings voices Megatron in the 2007 film Transformers? Lawrence Fishburne was not in The Lord of the Rings. He was in The Matrix. <laughs> Boards out. We're looking for Hugo Weaving. We're looking for Hugo Weaving. Hugo. Although I like to imagine like Lawrence Fishburne in uh, Lord of the Rings, just like the tallest fucking hobbit. <laughs> <laughs> and my axe. <laughs> just, holy fuck, where did you come from? Whoa. <laughs> Who's this guy? Question number four. True or false? Though Mount Everest is the highest in altitude in terms of sea level, Mount Poyacuyo is the closest to the moon due to equatorial bulge. True or false, though Mount Everest is the highest in altitude in terms of sea level, Mount Poyacuyo is the closest to the moon due to equatorial bulge. I call that my muffin top. It's right around my equator. Right. Makes everything a little bit closer to my balance. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That is Mount Kilimanjaro. Boards up. Mount Chimborazo is the closest. Mount Poyaculo literally is a fake mountain that means mountain cock bum in Spanish. False. False. That's why you guys got to learn Spanish. It means what? Sorry? Mount. Uh, cock bum. Mount cock bum. Yes. It's a fake mountain that I invented. No, I know. I don't, I don't pretend a... to know every mountain on earth, <laughs> but I'm pretty sure there isn't one called... There's a Lake Titicaca. I know that. And I fucking... <laughs> I knew that was what you were going to use, but whatever. Question number five. Cock bum. What childhood-related device does Sonic fetch power-ups from in the Sonic the Hedgehog 3 bonus round? What childhood device... Does Sonic fetch power-ups from in the Sonic the Hedgehog 3 bonus round? It's also a device that you might have seen in a Blockbuster or any video rental store that you've ever been in. I used to have, I had a hack for these uh, when I was really little, and it was pretty amazing. What was it? Well, I don't want to say it because I think it'll give away the answer. You'd steal quarters out of your mom's purse to get well, free No, you just need one quarter and you buy Skittles. Oh. And then you press a Skittle to the size of a quarter. Oh. And you put it in the machine. But then you don't have Skittles. So. What? You can have all... You could empty the thing of Skittles. Boards up. We're looking for a gumball machine. We're looking for a gumball machine. Sega was a good guess. Did they go into a Sega? A... <laughs> If you got a gumball machine around you, go try I that I made out. $1,100 in grade six by selling, selling sticky hands. <laughs> question, question number six. Excess or deficiency of what pituitary hormone leads to gigantism or dwarfism? Excess or deficiency of what pituitary hormone leads to gigantism or Dwarfism. I'm a giant. I'll give you a hint. I believe that Joe Rogan likes it. A oh, lot. I'm sure he does. <laughs> I'm sure he does. Why would you do cocaine when you could do this and become a giant or a dwarf? Boards up. We're looking for HGH. HGH is human growth hormone. But where do they get it from? That's What's my, that? Where do they get it? Manu Bull's knees. <laughs> Yeah, they get it out of Manute Bull's knees. He's just like trapped in a hospital. 
Poor Minute. We love him here. <laughs> He's just like out cold, but underwater. No lie. I Kids? And they're just sucking this stuff out of them. We're making tall people now. I was in a grade five class, and they didn't believe me how tall Manute Bull was. They thought that I had made the picture of him and Scotty Pippen on my own computer. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, no, yeah. this is a real man. It's fucking insane. Question number seven. We got a sports question. Manute Bull. It's not Manute Bull. Four NHL players have played over 1,500 games without changing franchises. Three played for Detroit. And the last one played for a franchise that traded hands three times. What any of these teams did the person play for? Four NHL players have played over 1,500 games without changing franchises. Pretty short list. It's only 21 people that have played that many games. These four never changed their franchise. Three played for the Detroit Red Wings. And one played for a franchise that traded hands three different times while he was playing for it. So you can tell me the person or any of the three franchises, and we will give you the point. Boards up. We are looking for... It was Shane Doan with the Winnipeg Jets, the Phoenix Coyotes, and then the Arizona Coyotes. You wrote Atlanta. It was Shane Doan with the Winnipeg Jets, then they moved to the Phoenix Coyotes, then they moved to the Arizona Coyotes. And he played the whole time. Why is it a dirty trick? It's not the same team. They moved to a different place. They did. Yeah. I mean, they technically did. Phoenix did move to a college rink. Team number five was the only, or team number five was the only but team. But I don't think that would have changed your answer. You wrote Atlanta. Atlanta became Winnipeg, I think. Question number eight. What instrument is the oldest surviving instrument? What type of instrument is the oldest surviving instrument? Is it a drum? Is it a violin? Is it a guitar? Is it a crucifix oh. <laughs> as an instrument of death? Nope. We're talking about musical instrument. What is oh. the oldest surviving musical instrument? I'm sure Jesus hit a couple notes when he got jabbed with a spear. <laughs> That's the olden day equivalent of, I'm going to call my dad and he's going to beat up your dad. Do you know who my dad is? I'm the son of God. Perhaps you've heard of me. Perhaps you've heard of him. Boards up. It was a flute. It was a bone flute. It was a bone flute found by Dr. Ivan Turk, approximately 82,000 years old, made out of a cave bear femur. He thinks she was like, let me smell your bone flute. Where have you been? <laughs> oh, hunting, huh? <laughs> At four in the morning? At four in the morning? Let me see. Something going on. Let me smell that bone flute. What science fiction and action drama based on the Martin Caden novel Cyborg ran on ABC for five seasons between 1973 and 1978? What science fiction and action drama based on the Martin Caden novel Cyborg ran on ABC for five seasons between 1973 and 1978. He's also worth a couple bucks, I've heard. Boards up. We're looking for the $6 million man. We're looking for Robo the $6 million man. Robocop, the TV show for five seasons. $6 million could turn a man into a Robocop. The TV show that ran for five seasons on ABC. $6 million now? I don't know. Might get you a fucking house on First Avenue. Yeah. <laughs> 
Question number 10. Looking at the board right now, team number five is going to be getting the win with a whopping seven points. Everyone else Boom. has completely decimated their beds with fecal matter. Don't shit your beds. It's hard to get out. Question number 10. In what decade did Kia become part of the Hyundai Automotive Group and become available in Canada? In what decade did Kia Motors become a part of the Hyundai Automotive Group and become available in Canada? You remember they were like, we have a fucking 47-year powertrain warranty. Yeah. 400 trillion kilometers. There you go, Ark. 10 bucks. You give us 10 bucks, <laughs> we'll give you 20 and a car. And it will yeah. last as long as Lee Majors is the $6 million man. <laughs> Garen fucking teed. Boards up. They became part of the Hyundai Automotive Group in 1999. 1990s. T number five was able to maintain their lead with seven points. They're getting a $10 gift ticket from the fine folks at the Moose. Just completely decimating everyone and anyone in the bar tonight. Team number five with a whopping 26 points. They're going to be getting a $15 gift certificate from the fine folks at the Moose, as well as if they want their picture taken with a giant comedy check, they can. Also, if you did not win tonight, we have a giant loser check. So if you want your picture taken with a loser so that you, uh, your friends and family can know what a big loser you are, come on up and we'll hook you up with that too. Before everybody takes off tonight, thanks for coming by and supporting live entertainment at the Moose. Wouldn't be the same if it was me and Kevin making fun of each other up here. So thank you guys very much. We'll see you next Friday for some more Super Fun on Trivia. Super Fun on Trivia is recorded at a bar way up in North North Canada with your hosts Kevin and Cole. It's edited slightly to make it easier on your ears. If you have a question or an idea for a question, send it to superfunontrivia at gmail.com. If you'd like to send scathing hate mail or tasteful news to your grandparents, please direct them to the same address, care of Kevin. If you really, really like our podcast, hop on our Patreon for our exclusive Trivia After Dark podcast or share our show on social media with a friend or hated enemy. Thanks again for listening. And as always, I'm sorry, Mom.